Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. As human beings, we were born to be emotional creatures. Growing up, we attach and identify more strongly with certain emotions, or sometimes we even go the opposite way, trying not to experience the feeling of our emotions at all. In Dr. Jane's book, Everything is Perfect, Just Not Me, she explains the feelings model which is our tendency to repress, feel, or feed the feelings within us. In this episode, you will learn a few simple exercises that will help you work through your feelings of overwhelm and anger, leaving you with a sense of peace and understanding. Let's dive deep into our emotions today and listen in to Dr. Jane's story. A few years back, a massage therapist friend of mine was offering a package deal. My friend was offering an excellent deal. The massages were half price and had to be used within six months. I bought three and went for my first one. It was wonderful. Then summer came and I got busy and forgot all about it. Months went by and I remembered. I called my friend and asked when the package expired. She told me I had one week left. I quickly jumped online to try to find a time on her calendar but she was booked solid. I'll admit, I threw myself a pity party. My inner mean voice immediately piped in and started fussing. I should have never wasted that money. She should have let me know that time was almost up. I should have made these appointments months ago. I'm so stupid. Why do I do things like this? My inner monologue was pretty brutal at this point. I stewed in my frustration with myself and the situation until it dawned on me what was happening. I was repressing my emotions and not feeling them. As I came up with every excuse in my brain to blame my friend or me, I realized the excuses were a shield my committee was using to have me focus on anything but my actual feelings of anger. In my family of origin, anger was associated with scary things and people got hurt. I had spent my life trying to avoid outright anger. I still remember that moment I was standing in my kitchen staring at my sink. I decided to just sit with the anger and feel it. It was a crappy situation which I could do nothing about and I was pissed off. I went to my couch and sat down. After a few minutes, the anger started to subside, and I began to feel better. I realized 
as relief washed over me, that feeling my feelings was actually more helpful than repressing them. I actually felt better. My friend texted me 30 minutes later, offering to extend the time frame. I immediately scheduled both massages. It was an easy lesson that ended well, but it definitely got me thinking about how my brain reacted to strong feelings and what actually helps me move through them. That's when I formulated what I call my feelings model. The feelings model. We do three things with our feelings. Repress. We hold back the flood of emotions as it comes, building pressure and tension. Feel. We move through the emotion by feeling it and letting the neurochemicals in our brain do their job. Feed. We perpetuate the feeling by thinking negative thoughts, such as, I should have known better, or, of course I'm mad, she screwed up. Think of a reservoir that holds water. The reservoir has a source of water going in, and the dam keeps all the water from flowing down river. If everything is working naturally, the water comes in from the source, and when the dam gets full, the extra water flows over the dam. When we repress our feelings, we are making the dam higher, and emotions begin building up, increasing the pressure. When we feed these emotions with negative thoughts, we're pouring a waterfall into the, into the reservoir, continuing to build pressure. Those futile attempts we make to not feel actually make those feelings stick around. When we just feel them, the emotions flow. Like water pouring into the reservoir, over the dam, and into the river to flow away gently. Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor, a brain scientist, author, and TED Talk speaker, talks about the 90-second rule for our body's chemical response to an emotion-triggering thought. According to Dr. Bolt-Taylor, a thought triggers our brain to release a chemical component of an emotion, say jealousy. Within 90 seconds of the initial trigger, the chemical component of jealousy is gone from our blood, and the automatic response is complete. I have also read it takes up to two minutes for the response to finish. If we remain jealous, it is because we are feeding the emotion with more thoughts. For a very strong emotion, the fastest I have gotten at letting my body's chemical response do its job without repressing or feeding it is five minutes. I practice the progress, not perfection motto. Five minutes may feel like a long time, but in actuality, it's a small part of your day. Instead of stewing in your emotions, the remedy is simply just to pay attention to what is happening in your body. When you pay attention to your body, it brings more of your brain on board. When we are stressed, much of our brain shuts down and our lizard brain, the part responsible for fight or flight, is in charge. 
You can tell this technique is really working when you notice your thoughts have shifted from what you were originally feeling to what's happening in your body as a result. Take a moment to think about something that really bothers you. Notice how your body is responding to your thoughts. Is your heart beating normally or thumping hard? Do you feel your chest constricting or are you breathing normally? Do you feel any tingling anywhere? Do you have an upset stomach? Where are you holding tension? Don't try to change anything. Just sit quietly and pay attention. In keeping with our water theme, there is something Tara Brock, psychologist and proponent of Buddhist meditation, talks about that I have named the Riverbed Awareness Model. In the Riverbed Awareness Model, you are the riverbed and your feelings are the water. Sometimes our feelings are so intense and consuming that we get confused and think the water is us. When in actuality, we are the riverbed, allowing emotions to flow through us. Sometimes the water is turbulent and sometimes it is slow. Like the riverbed, we are the container for our feelings. We are the ones holding these feelings and controlling the flow. We have the capacity to hold whatever is happening to us. Often we repress our emotions because we believe we don't have the capacity to hold our feelings. Consciously or unconsciously, we believe our feelings will kill us or stay forever. Taking the time to check in with your body helps you slow down enough for you to quietly begin to move past the intense emotions you are experiencing. Tools to help feelings Be less overwhelming. Try these exercises the next time your emotions feel overwhelming. Remind yourself that feelings are just feelings, not reality. They're simply a physical sensation in your body. Label your feelings. Labeling helps reduce the intensity of emotions because it brings your frontal cortex, the decision-making and social behavior part of the brain, online and quiets the amygdala, the fight-or-flight part of the brain. Pay attention to what your emotions feel like in your body. Notice how they always change. Emotions are not permanent. Remember the 90-second rule. Feelings don't stay stagnant. They may ramp up or down within a short time. It's a powerful reminder that things are always capable of changing, and they won't stay the same forever. Realizing that something isn't going to last indefinitely is a great way to find the willingness to walk through it. Knowing there is another side. Thank you for listening to The Feelings Model, How to Make Your Feelings Not So Scary, a short excerpt from the book, Everything is Perfect, Just Not Me, written by Dr. Jane Tornatore. 
In this episode, you learned the act of repressing your emotions can cause pressure and tension within your body, and the act of feeding our minds with negative thoughts forces us into a state of stress and overwhelm. In order to move through your emotions in a healthy way, it's important to remind yourself, you are the riverbed. You are not your thoughts and emotions. Allow yourself to witness your emotions flowing through you however fast or slow they come. Dr. Jane Tornatore is a licensed marriage and family therapist who has been called a brain geek and self-love expert. As a psychotherapist, speaker, and author, she dedicates her career and life to helping people love themselves and obtain self-compassion. She brings actionable and practical strategies to help people lower their anxiety, trust themselves, and shift habits they have been trying to change for years. To learn more about having Dr. Jean as a guest speaker for your audience, head to this episode's show notes to find links to her book and website. When I first started practicing mindfulness, this one idea, you are not your thoughts, changed my life. For the first time in my life, I felt free. And as I continued to exercise this idea, allowing my thoughts and emotions to flow freely through me without judgment, my mind began to become a happier, more peaceful place to be. In my book, Mapping Through Life, I share the full transformation, the one that helped me move from depressed and fearful into driven and full of life. If you want a chance to be one of the first people to read the book before its official release date, you can apply to join the book launch team. As a part of the book launch team, you'll not only be able to read the book before anyone else, you'll also get exclusive access to the companion course, which will help you dive deep within yourself to uncover a few hidden superpowers. You can head to mappingthroughlife.com team if you'd like to join the book launch team to receive exclusive live trainings and other goodies. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I'm on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.